Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds. Hey Bethel, it's me, Sarah Landon, one of your women's Bible study leaders. I hope you're enjoying getting to know Moses as we walk through Exodus. Today's reading in Exodus 4 seemed like such a glimpse into Moses' personality as a reluctant leader. Let's go through it together. Having the privilege of hindsight, we're able to look at the people in the Bible with a different lens than as it was unfolding at that time. We know Moses as a great leader. Later in the Bible, he's called a ruler, deliverer, prophet, man of God, bondservant of God even. But right now in our text, he has a much different identity. He grew up in Pharaoh's palace, but was clearly a Hebrew, so I don't imagine he was one of the popular kids exactly. He lived as a Hebrew only until he was weaned, so I'm guessing his language skills might have been a little shabby. He probably never really fit in, a bit of an outsider. It may have been a relief to settle in Midian as a shepherd, accepted but solitary until that pesky bush. That's where our story picks up. God has finished unveiling his plan with Moses at the lead. Trouble is, Moses is, shall we say, reluctant. Our chapter even begins with Moses straight up saying that the Hebrews won't believe him. So God gives him three signs. I can't help but smile at the imagery of God turning the staff into a snake and Moses doing like a little duck and cover. You weren't expecting that, Moses, were you? But even after these impressive signs, Moses continues undeterred. He's like, here's the thing. I'm not a smooth talker. And understandably, perhaps he didn't speak much Hebrew. Nothing like a foreign-sounding guy stepping up and leading a people that he mostly kind of belonged to. God reminds him that he is the one who made Moses' own mouth and will teach him to speak. And I'm guessing God's a pretty good language teacher, just saying. But I have to admit that I can relate to Moses and his concerns. I recall vividly a trip I had to make to the city office in Japan when we lost our electricity bill and had to go in person to pay it. I was embarrassed because we'd lost it, uncertain how they would respond, and had a little bit of a complicated scenario to explain in Japanese to the person at the desk. I sat down, explained as best I could, and the clerk responded with a phrase that sounded like, I can't help. Ugh. So I'm on the verge of tears. I don't know what to do next. It took some courage just to come, so I start to gather my things and try to figure out what in the world I'm supposed to do now. The clerk was not expecting that response. He's confused by my getting up and has to speak up for me to please wait in a whole bunch of really polite Japanese. Now I realized I probably can actually pay the bill, but I'm even more embarrassed because I misunderstood him and should have just been patient, but now I look stupid. I'm blushing, my heart is racing, and they find another clerk who speaks some English, which we didn't even end up speaking, but I pay my bill. And I wasn't even leading an entire nation out of a country from slavery. So yeah, I can see how Moses might feel a bit sheepish in his situation. So Moses has one last response to God. Oh, my Lord, please send someone else. 
And now God's response is interesting to me. His anger rises, but as a huge gesture of grace, God connects Moses with his brother Aaron. Not sure how long it's even been since they've seen each other, but he's a bridge perhaps to Moses' family, Moses' heritage, and Aaron speaks well. It seems that Moses doesn't have any more arguing left, so he accepts the call. God was so patient with Moses. He is the creator of the universe, knows the beginning from the end, yet he walked Moses through each of his concerns, nudging his heart toward obedience. And God doesn't walk away to let Moses go it alone. It's so touching to me that God continues to echo in Moses' ear affirmation and encouragement in verses 19 through 23. Then the Lord begins to unfold the events just as he said they would happen. He said Aaron would come out to meet him, and there he is. God is faithful. And then comes the big challenge, facing the people of Israel. The Lord speaks to Moses, he to Aaron, Aaron to the people, Moses does the signs, and here's how the chapter ends in verse 31. And the people believed. And when they heard that the Lord had visited the people of Israel and that he had seen their affliction, they bowed their heads and worshiped. God is faithful. Maybe God is calling you into something and you're feeling reluctant. Maybe you have some valid concerns. But maybe God is bigger than that and he's ready for you to accept the call. He didn't leave Moses' side, and he won't leave yours either. God is faithful. Will you pray with me? Lord, you walked with Moses through the unexpected, and you were with him every step of the way. Let us trust and rely on you as we face each unexpected situation in our lives. You are faithful. Nudge our hearts toward obedience so we can accept your call. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we'd love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll see all sorts of ways to connect, serve, and worship with our church body. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Have a blessed rest of your day.